this week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Red Ball Dog Toys. That's right, Red Ball Dog Toys. We don't know where they come from, but we know your dog's going to love playing with them. Hello, I'm Kristen Kiss. And I'm Jeff Gritman. We are the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad. That's right, PrisonDad.com, Facebook.com slash Prison Dad. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of likes this week, Twitter buddy. Twitter stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we, um, we binged something on the weekend it came out. Yes. This never happens. I know. We're busy people. I know. It took us, like, months to watch Luke Cage. I know, and that was and awesome. Westworld, too. Yeah. <laughs> we blew through that pretty quick, though, once we, yeah. once we got to it. That's, that's, that's right. next week's podcast, but right. this week we watched... Santa Clarita Diet. Yes, we did, on the Netflix. Which and is nothing like the South Beach Diet. No. That a lot of my friends tried. And Boo. I was in law school, and it was pretty gross. Yeah. It's just meat. You just eat meat, right? Is that the one yeah, where you just eat like meat? Yeah, like weird... Or is that the Atkins where you just eat meat? Atkins is where you just eat meat. South Beach, like, you eat less carbs. But it was, like, all these weird, like, recipes for, like... I don't know, tacos with no shells. But this one, it's people! It's It's people! people! (laughs) So, yeah. So there's... You can No, I cut you off. I'm sorry. So the story is there's a real estate agent, and she and her husband are going to show a house, and all of a sudden she pukes, like, everywhere. And one of the things she pukes up is this strange-shaped red ball. And then she turns into a zombie. And the whole show is about her family trying to be supportive, be supportive, hopefully stop her from turning more into a zombie or mm-hmm. maybe cure her yeah. and help her to find people to eat. Nom, 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 nom. So as you can tell, this this uh, podcast is going to be kind of spoilerish. I want to say that we love the show. Yeah, it was great. There was a lot of, um, you know, as I was Googling some, I want to see what some other people were saying because, you know, we, we love the show. I was looking around, there's a lot of negative reviews out there. But then once I started reading the negative reviews more and more, I'm realizing that these people that wrote all the negative reviews didn't watch the show. Because the positive reviews were really, you know, capturing what we said about it. It was fun and silly and unique. It was fun. It kept me laughing. A little gross. Kind of gross. So what was... was, Okay, so like the impressions, right? So, you know... Zombie comedy out there, you know, there, there's like iZombie, which isn't really a comedy, but it's better than iZombie, I feel, I think so, because iZombie wants to be Orphan Black too much, oh, because she's always yeah. changing her personalities and stacking differently from week right. to week, solving crimes and stuff like that. This was funnier to me, because they're both like, you know, real realtors. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like the pot-smoking realtor. Yes. You know, she, you know. Which they, is totally fine, because they're in California, so you can do that. Totally illegal. Just saying. Um, this had a lot more humor. Yes, and it was about a family that loves each other, which mm-hmm. I really like that part. Yeah. So her husband is Timothy Oliphant, who was in The Crazies mm-hmm. and also Dreamcatcher. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in a lot of other stuff, but that's primarily what mm-hmm. I remember we'll him from. We'll get to the cast, yeah, next. And then they have a daughter, who's a teenage girl. And she's, you know, kind of getting into a little bit of trouble here and there. Well, she... She has a newfound knack for trouble. Right. Since um, since mom is um, zombified. Yeah. Yes. All right. So um, yeah, fun. It's something we always talk about on our podcast. Is fun. This show was fun. 
it was fun and it was surprising and it was interesting little different take on a zombie and i liked it because it also it reminded me a little bit of gracie with arnold schwarzenegger and and um abigail breslin no maggie yes maggie ha that was funny um so just i think gracie's related gracie, to you yeah gracie is my <laughs> goddaughter and maggie is her big sister so oh I was right right yeah man <laughs> um i knew i remembered it for some reason but um yeah so like maggie where um you know you kind of get sick with a zombie illness but it takes a while for it to set in um but in this case you know um Drew Barrymore's character, Sheila, is still very human. She just um, doesn't have much impulse control. and She, she can't eat, eat anything people. but the human flesh. Right. But she doesn't just, like, attack her family because no. they're there. Like, she, she still has, like, some control over herself and still, like... You know, reacts like a human and talks to people. And well, know. her needs at first were, were purely, like, sexual. Right, she's very spicy. Mm-hmm, right. Which is kind of fun because they're, like been married for 20 years or something so they have like a little resurgence of their yeah. spicy times just kept shoving his head down that's pretty funny yeah that, that was pretty pretty funny <laughs> it's funny that she has like a super libido I, that i have not seen in a zombie before usually they just go from zero to nom oh <laughs> brains 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 i should have taken that time to um babylon fields in babylon fields when the people um rose from their graves there was one guy, like, one zombie was talking to the other one. He was, like, talking about how he was just, like, ready to go all the time. Oh, my. So that's the only other instance of zombie, spicy zombie sex that I can I can possibly think of off right. the top of my head Although right now. Although we haven't seen um, Fifty Shades Darker, because that's not out yet. Just yeah. kidding! That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> nope. What a tool! Pretty much. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there were, there were, the, the sex was great. And the silliness, I, what I, one thing I did love was, uh, anytime like Timothy Oliphant went to like curse, he would be like, he'd like almost like snarl and hold back it. And then he'd just be like, you know, <laughs> cause he was and let to it go. Yeah, exactly. You know, try to be polite. There was some, you know, I love like some of the twists and stuff like that. Like when, um, and now, now we're going to go full spoiler. For Spoilers. When the neighbor, the sheriff, you know, um, you know, he's he's a like jerk. Yeah, but when he was like blackmailing them, I didn't see that coming. No, I didn't. And so that, that was interesting there and for a couple. He, he didn't know that they, why they were killing no. people. So they never, you know. I like how sloppy they were, leaving fingers around. Yeah, that, that was, was like a hot mess they made out of Nathan Phillips. Because I don't know. I mean, you watch a lot of ID Discovery. So I, yeah. I see your knowledge and getting rid of a body is pretty good because you see what people have done wrong a lot. Yeah. Um. So, like, if I ever need to, like, get rid of a body, I'd I'd probably, I'd probably hit you up. I mean, I think that it was hilarious how they tried to put Nathan Fillion into like a plastic container from like Walmart, but they couldn't find the top because you know that always happens. Yeah, that always happens. You can't find the stupid top that goes with it. Yeah. And so then they try to cover it with Saran wrap, and it was a big giant hot mess. Yeah. But um, you know, so that wasn't a a good idea. I I like how she tried to eat. I think she probably should have watched like Breaking Bad. (laughs) Like taking some advice from Walter White. <laughs> I like how um, they, when the the biker had like rigor mortis and they tried to like the, you know they wheeled him down to get him into the uh, yeah into the into cooler and they just freezer. couldn't bend him in there. Yeah, and that, you know there were some things that were so fake. I think they did it on purpose. Like when they were throwing the the sheriff's body over the fence, it was totally a doll. Yeah, that, that was hysterical. 
I was laughing hysterically at that, and like when her toe popped off, like it was so yeah. Like and then she but, was trying to cr- glue it back on with a glue gun. Yeah, that was so like funny. Mom doing crafts. Yeah, <laughs> mom <laughs> doing mom stuff. Yeah, um, th- those 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 were awesome. But let's take a moment to talk about how awesome this cast was. Yeah. So uh, Victor Fresno, he created this, and he's also created a, a bunch of cool shows. Like Better Off Ted is my favorite one on this list. Um, Mostly because of the, the two scientists that worked in the building. Uh, Andy Richter controlled the un- Controls the Universe is an amazing show. That's a show he left Conan to do. Oh, yeah. And Andy Richter's in this. And Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the boss. You know, He's very mm-hmm. cranky. He's very mad. I've never seen Andy Richter be a cranky guy like that. Yeah. The only thing close to it is when he played like the six different personalities on Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, He's like yeah. the one like tough guy right. personality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Andy Richter controls the universe. Uh, my name is Earl, uh, life on a stick, which, um, a certain listen to our podcast gave me a copy of that a long, long time ago to watch. And I never watched it. <laughs> Sorry, Casey. <laughs> Maybe I'll get to it one day now that I've realized it's the same guy. And, and he wrote a bunch of episodes of Alf. And that's not Andrea Lee Falcone. Nah. <laughs> the alien life form. Yes. Outer space. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so he's got a ton of awesome, you know, credit. He's got some sci-fi credit, you know, a little bit under his, under his, um, nose? Umbrella? Um, belt? Yeah. (laughs) Drew Barrymore, obviously, she's got plenty of sci-fi credit. I mean, you were in freaking E.T. And Firestarter. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true, Firestarter. Titan E. Yep. Um, Yeah, so, and plus he's Drew Barrymore. As a zombie. Yes. Which, when everyone... As a delightful zombie with long hair and really wonderful pajamas. Yeah. I know Jeff doesn't care for it when I segue into lady stuff, <laughs> but her pajamas are fabulous. I kept trying to find them online, but I don't know where she got them. She I actually had... don't know if our listeners are male or female, to be honest with you. I don't collect They're that. They're probably, like, a combination of, of both, I would guess. I just collect downloads. I don't know where they're coming from or... Yeah. See, you guys? Downlo- can't, downloads can't in duration. You, like the government probably is. Um, but anyway, her pajamas were fabulous, and she had really long hair, which we haven't seen her with really long hair in a while, I guess. What was the last time you saw her in something? I don't know. She was in some movie where she and Adam Sandler took their kids to Africa. I missed that one. Wait, I think I saw her. Wasn't she in some movie where her and Adam Sandler, like, were dating, and she was, like, all, um... Every day was like a, the same day over and over again. First dates. That's, that's one of my it. dad's favorite movies. She had very long hair in that one. Too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of the long hair. Yes. Yeah, that Her movie was awful. I actually think it's kind of cute, but uh, that's okay. You know, we were talking earlier about things to do on Valentine's Day. That's the last time I remember doing something on Valentine's Day. Was that we went to see, went to 50 see 50 the 50, 50, 50 first dates, and I regretted mm-hmm. every second of it. Oh, but Jeff. she was in Donnie Darko. She was, which is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Cellar door. Um, and just a whole bunch of other things. Obviously, Scream. Okay, yeah, Scream, yeah. great horror movie. Um. So, Drew Barrymore, that's awesome. So, when a lot of us saw the description of the show, we saw the title, and we saw she was in it, I immediately dismissed it as some kind of, like, chick flick kind of thing. I thought it wouldn't be, because sometimes she does, like, zany, crazy, goofy things, and she has her own film company. Yeah. And she's, like... A total like feminist, so I could see her doing stuff that was a little awful. Yeah, but I stereotyped it, and I'm admitting my fault right now. Okay, That's as fair. a man, I I goofed up. Um, Thank you. I <laughs> on behalf of men, everyone. At least you didn't but write wait. really angry things on on like. Oh, there's some angry things about how women suck. Like, 
They were that's all over like IMDb, which IMDb is getting rid of their message boards, which I think is a great thing because there's nothing but garbage on those. Like I watched two minutes of this and it was terrible. It's like I read the description on the back of a book and it was terrible. It didn't get me hard. Terrible. I went to go play with my guns. Trump. Um. Alright, so... <laughs> Sorry, we were just watching this bizarre protest before we came up here. It's like a protest, but it was like people for Trump, and I just feel like, hey, it's cool if you want to support the president, but like, what are you protesting, and like, why are there so few of you? It was just creepy, like, just, you know, support him, that's They were fine. paid, they were paid. Like, anyway. It was just um, very weird. So, Timothy... <laughs> You're not supposed to protest things that you like. I, I don't understand. They, anyway. They don't know how it works. <laughs> So Timothy Oliphant, yes, is great. He was um he was great. I, like I was his a little, comic timing. I was a little skeptical about about him at first being in this, but he was great. I really loved him as um Pete in Dreamcatcher. I thought he was really funny in that too, mm-hmm. and he's good in this one. He's got like good comic timing. I think that he has like he's very like I don't charming. Like he really seems like he would be a good husband, or at least he plays a good husband. He was so supportive. Yeah, like he's very, he has like a very charming sort of like loving, comforting demeanor, mm-hmm. and he's funny, silly. You know, like there's definitely like some really good moments that he had with Drew, and also with the young man that plays their neighbor. Yeah. We've seen in a bunch of other things. Also, so like you know, maybe his motivation though was the fact that he was getting some like crazy tale from his wife that he was like, all right. We need to do whatever your mother says, so I keep getting the crazy tale. But I think he really genuinely, like, loves her. I and think he so says, too. like, they've yeah. been together since they were in high school. High school. So they have, like, they're probably, like, best friends and, you know, in love with each other. So when something bad happens to her, like, he has sort of no choice but to have her back because she's been his whole life. I didn't watch the episode with you where they went to the top of the mountain to point out where their names were carved in the table. Yeah, and then they're on the pianist! How much did you laugh <laughs> at that? Because I we weren't like, watching yeah, it in sync. Those weren't there. Uh, and it was time. like <laughs> 20 dicks around the names. Uh, you know how I am. I, I actually bought a copy of that book from Superbad with all the dick drawings in it because that's how much I like penis drawings. Yeah. I, so, um, yeah, funny. I thought it would catch fire. I, I photoshopped a picture of, of Trump holding up an executive, executive order, but it was the. Dick drawings from yeah, Superbad. Super well, I, I sent it to a bunch of my friends. Did and you? I thought it was really funny. I thought I, I thought it was hysterical. I didn't know if you were going to put it on Facebook. I, did. I didn't want to steal your thunder. Oh, well, I didn't see it on there. I posted it to like Photoshop sites, like Trump Photoshop sites. Oh. I didn't want to be like, hey, mom, here's some dicks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure I think enough people saw yours. I did it because they saw I posted it on the Caitlin, other ones. Nikki, and Molly thought it was hilarious. Molly got the super bad reference right away. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, so anyway, enough about Richard, penises. Penises. Richard Jones plays his neighbor who's um, a policeman for the, the area. And what was awesome about him, though, is that his other neighbor is the sheriff. And seeing, like, the police and the sheriff, like, banter back and forth is oh, so yeah, funny. Were, like, like s- cursing each other out. Why is he talking about making more money? They live in the same neighborhood. I don't and know. they like on the same street, yeah, in the same fancy ass like. It's expensive and the sheriff, in California. I don't think had his own children because he was married no. to a woman that married her before, third marriage. But the cop was married, and just he and his wife just had a baby. Wife they, that's obsessed with John Legend. Yeah, and they kept like having to check the baby monitor, and the cop liked smoking weed, which was awesome. But it's legal in California. It is. Yes, yeah, so that was I Rick. Him doing that. 
Rick, yeah, so when, yeah, I was, I thought it was awesome when Rick and Joel were, like, dubbing it up in the basement. Yeah, they were, like, cracking each other up, being silly. And then, yeah, that's when I, like, I didn't, I forgot about being legal being in gross. California because then the other guy, like, comes in and they're just sitting there smoking pot and everything's completely normal. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's totally normal in California. I when I saw him smoking in his car, like, in the first episode, I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, no, you can totally do that there. Nobody yeah. cares. It's totally different. I don't world. think you can do it in drive. I don't know. I mean, if it's not, how did well, I? Well, I guess that's true. I mean, today. you can't. You can't like drink in yeah. your car. Although I tried to put Coors Lights in my dad's car when he was driving before, but I was drinking them. But you're not supposed to like drive with. No, you can't open have an open container. No, yeah, no. My dad yelled at me. Mm-hmm. It was pretty funny. <sighs> yep. Anyway. Anyway. Mary Elizabeth Ellis, uh, she was on the show The the Grinder with some of these other people, which she was extremely unfunny in that, but she was the waitress on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She didn't actually have a name, it's just waitress. Waitress. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's like Charlie Day's, um, stocky. Oh. Yeah, she, I loved her on that, she was great. She was pretty funny on this, I liked all the, like, lines she had, you know, giving her son a hard time. And making fun of her husband, who was the sheriff. And then she seemed to be having some sort of a spicy lesbian affair with her husband's uh, partner. partner. But oh, before my. that, she was banging the guy from um, oh, yeah, she, Veronica Mars. She was, like, cheating, cheating on name? her husband all over the place. I looked his name up just so I could, like, remember. He was, like, the pediatrician that they thought that, like, her husband tried to get them to kill because he said that he was, like, a child molester. But actually, he was, like, a nice guy and a pediatrician, but he was just boning uh, his wife. His name is Ryan Hansen. Mm. Like, mop. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, it's him. You know that? Just kidding, it's not. I didn't think so. Um, so... Yeah, so her character was interesting because she's having an affair with a more, good more person, or more yeah. than one, right? She's having an affair, you know, with a really good person, but the cop, her husband, knows about it and tries to get yeah, um, Sheila to, to to kill him, or I guess to Joel, Joel yeah, to kill him. To kill and him. It was like, you know, when Sheila, I love that scene where she's in the ping pong show and like hiding behind the columns and trying to sneak up on him. Yep, that made me laugh. That was pretty <laughs> funny. It was, yeah, good stuff. Um, Thomas Lennon. He I, plays the principal, and they make fun of him. Yeah, you know, from the state. Yep. Uh, he wrote those Night at the Museum movies. He wrote, right. you know, a bunch of Reno 911. Yeah, I was going to say Reno 911. He's the cop that has, like, the short shorts Short shorts, yeah. Time. Yeah. He's in a lot of cameo stuff. Yes, he is. So he plays, like, the jerk principal that's always given the daughter a hard time. He wrote that movie that we really didn't like, but it had, um, it had key in it. And remember, he just kept showing up in their their house. It was like some kind of like oh, exorcist. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell Baby or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that movie wasn't funny except for Key. When yeah, he kept, like climbing in. To he the was house like in and, the like, shower, taking the showers, and going to the bathroom and yeah, sleeping he, in their house. He was the only good part about that. Yeah, but he yeah. wrote that too. So mm-hmm. that, sometimes you write dead. Yeah, um, but he was yeah, he was pretty funny in this. He was like an annoying pain in the butt. Yeah, trying to be Serbian principal, very unhappy with his life and living with his grandma or something. You know, they always have, like, that character of, like, the principal who has, like, a crappy life, like, like, Seymour Skinner and all that. Yeah, because you know? Skinner lives with his mom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's that but sort of that, trope. he wasn't really, he's not really Skinner, though, remember? He assumed someone else's, he's oh, assuming right. the identity of Skinner. Right, right, But he still has a pathetic life where he lives with his mom. Mom, yeah, so yeah. This is, like, another one like that. Pretty much. But his mom, and this one, the mom's, like, a drunk <laughs> not me. All right, uh, Portia de Rossi. 
who uh, sporting yeah, a new in a while. She hair. Had, yeah, yeah, she had short hair. She, Last time I saw her was better off Ted. Was, yeah. Um, obviously, she was fantastic on Arrested Development. Um, but she was fun in this one. She plays a doctor who might have the cure to Drew Barrymore's illness, but then we're not so certain that that's actually the case. But that's sort of where they left you hanging, mm-hmm. right at mm-hmm. the end of the season. Um, but she, you know, they. That's pretty funny. They show like her little lab where she's like, you know, trying to turn rats into like zombies and. It's like rat puke covering the walls yeah, of the... Yeah, the little rat cage. And then, um, you know, she has this magical book that has, like, the lore in it about how you can potentially cure this disease. And she left the book with them, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she did. The daughter, like, spilled guacamole on That's it. That was awesome. <laughs> it was, like, a big green... She's Blob. Like, she's put like, it here, away from all your, your shop right brand guacamole. Yeah. Like, like, right... Like, right in the middle. <laughs> like, right in the middle. Like, what the heck? She's like, I expect to have this back, so don't treat it like a placemat from Chili's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Derek Waters um, was at the Sci-Fi Con uh, that they went to. Right, I'm familiar with, from, uh, with that. <laughs> yeah, from, he's from uh, Drunk History, right? Which is a great show. Yes, yeah, so I keep meaning to watch the one with Alexander. I know you. Oh, that one. Was fun. This season that's was good. This season was really good. I mean, he plays Alexander Hamilton. That was the best one this season. Name. Because it also had Aubrey Plaza on it, and, you know. Yeah, she's cuckoo bananas. And maybe was on it, too. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's on that a lot. But anyway, he was a good time. He plays, like, the guy that, that Timothy Oliphant thinks has the answer to the disease and how to cure it. And so the little kid from next door is, like, trying to teach Timothy Oliphant how to be, like, a nerd at a sci-fi convention. That part I thought was really That funny. was awesome, yeah. He's trying he's to teach like, him, like, not be the quarterback. yeah. Don't act cool. like you're on 24. Yeah. Like, don't act like shy and like nerdy. Um, don't come on too strong. You're going to scare him away. Right. He said. It's pretty funny. And then um, Patton Oswald snuck in. Yeah, Patton Oswald was there. Um, he was a doctor, yeah. right? That they first go to try to see um, in the hospital who then just thinks that um, Timothy Oliphant's character, Joel, is crazy. Yeah. I mean, most of the people don't really believe them when they try to like tell people that she's a zombie they don't believe it the simple fact that they left the urgent care place after she threw up well yeah because they were just like she threw up who cares yeah that's true they were sitting there forever right like she threw up a lot and they were like so but she was actually dead so he had to go buy a stethoscope to find out yeah that was great beating yeah it's pretty uh pretty fun uh nathan fillion yeah Nathan Fillion. Dies pretty fast. He plays like well, he's, in the, he's pretty much the whole episode. He's pretty much in the yeah. yeah. He, he's the new hire, the new hotshot realtor, but he's a creep. Yeah, it's a total creep. He's trying to like get Drew Barrymore to sleep with him, and then I think he like had done something untoward things to some other ladies. But he doesn't live long, so nope. that's okay. And apparently he had small balls. I don't know I don't know if that's true in real life. I'm not saying that from my personal experience. That's the comment that Drew makes after she eats him. And, uh, or Sheila. Sheila. Character. Sheila. Yeah. John uh, Jemberling. Yeah, that's what you were saying. He's their roommate on... He was a guy, he was running like the comic book store. Yes, but he was like he, yelling at the dog. He's the roommate on Broad City. Right. Like the, like the girl is her <laughs> actual roommate, but that's like her boyfriend who just stays there all the time. Yeah, and like you never see the girl, you just see him and he's always like jacking it and being weird. Yeah, he's always just being weird. Yeah, that guy's and He was being weird in this too, which was awesome because being weird is fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. 
My stomach just growled. I'm hungry. And then Andy Richter was the other one we wanted to mention. Now, the thing with Andy Richter's character is that I didn't, I didn't get the impression that when we first saw Andy Richter that that um, Sheila's character was an agent, was a real estate agent. I thought she worked in the office the way she was carrying all those papers and like. Yeah. And then the next thing you see is like they're out like showing a house, and I'm like, oh. Right, and they're okay. all the posters together. Yeah. So then you realize, like, yeah, they must both be doing this. From that from that initial... And then he tells her, like, he tells another character that they're going to eat, but then they don't eat later, like, how they came to be real estate agents. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun seeing all the cameos, because when you'd see him, you'd be like, hey, that guy! Yeah. The cameos, the cameos were great, and they just show up for an episode or two, kind of thing. I loved it. Um, you know, I know you said you loved the Comic Con. You know, talking about how to be a nerd. I loved it when um, when Joel killed Dan because Dan was like blah 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 blah. You're like, who wants to be? Who wants to talk to this asshole? And then he just hit him with the shovel. Yeah, that guy was a jerk. That was awesome. Yeah, and then she had to eat him all in one night. Yeah, she did. And like there was like the neighborhood then was like crawling with cops, like everywhere sheriffs, like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah smoking, that was fun. And then when they had to break. kill the um the drug dealer guy that the sheriff made them go Loki. attack Loki. And then when they find him later, because he like ends up being a zombie too, he's like playing Cat Stevens music and he's all like happy because like being a zombie allowed him to be a musician because he had self-esteem. <laughs> That made me crack up. His <laughs> friends were kind of funny. We've all met oh, people yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> that are like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no. That was a fun Like, tell fun me about scenes. yourself, Joel. Like, yeah, so that was, that was, she was a little bit of a girl you wished didn't start a conversation with at the party mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know? She was going to get you into trouble when you talked to her as one friend. Right. Um, I like the scene when the daughter, Abby, tries to, take the elixir that's supposed to maybe cure her mom yeah. to see if it's poison and then she keeps pretending that it's like making her die but such a jerk really. you did it like five times yeah like oh I my kept God. thinking it was like real and then it wasn't just like the other characters in the show did so that was pretty funny I like that part and I kept I kept saying I'm like you know don't you know girl cried wolf this yeah something's gonna happen and then every time then like every after time the, it wasn't yeah <laughs> It was like the third time I was like, she actually died. And then yeah. she like opened her mouth and like started laughing. I was like, you son of a bitch. I know she was getting us too, which was kind of fun. Like that's a clever joke for the audience. You mm-hmm. know, one of those things that they always do on shows and then they didn't do it. It's true. It's true. It's true. All right. So you went into, you, you bring up some interesting questions now. Yes. We want you guys to answer these questions too on our Twitter feed, which is at less gum, L-E-S-G-U-M-B or Facebook.com slash prison dad. Yes. We want you to ask, and we'll give our answers too. Kristen's first question is... So, what would you do if the person that you were trying to help didn't want your help? Because in this case, so, Joel and Sheila are best friends and husband and wife. And every time Sheila has to go do a kill, she tells Joel, like, hey, you don't have to come with me. You don't have to help me. But he always does, because he wants to be there to support her. But my question is, you know, if you were in that situation... What would you do? Because I feel like, personally, if I was with a zombie who happened to be my best friend or significant other, and they kept saying, I can handle this myself, I'd probably be like, yeah, you do you. I really yeah. don't want to watch you eat someone. But yeah. call me if you run into trouble and you need my help, but otherwise leave, I really would rather not see that. I completely agree with you. I'd want to, you know, leave me and the family out of it. 
Now, you know, they, they, this is a very committed couple that we're talking about here. So he really wanted to be there for her. And that's what I said a couple times already is that, you know, he was there for her like 110%. So it was just, you know, really interesting to see her being like, no, I got this. Because I think he kept her on the rails a little bit. Yes. I think she had the very wide potential to go off the rails. And then you know. he was there to help her clean up. Yes. The cleanup, maybe I wouldn't mind, but watching somebody, like, jump on someone and nom them, mm, I could probably do without seeing that. Yeah. That's true. Because, um, yeah, you gotta, like, go home with that person. You right. Know? Yeah. And after you saw them, like, eating someone's entrails. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say you go out on your own, though, Kristen. How much would you share with your family and friends? Mm, I mean, it's kind of a burden to put on somebody. Right. But if someone's You're making like, them liable. Yeah. If someone's like living with you Accessory, or they're gonna, that's what I'm going for. if they're gonna see you on a regular basis, you're probably gonna have to tell them some of it. Uh I don't I mean my parents are in Florida, so if I turned into a zombie tomorrow, they probably wouldn't find out about it for like a while unless they came to visit me. Well, no, um, I'll post pictures of zombie Kristen and on Facebook and your mm, mom's all over that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like you kind of have to be honest with people that are close to you, but I probably would try to protect them for as long as I could. Um, but, you know, you need help when you're a zombie because you want someone to help you get a cure, maybe, or help you, like, cover up the parts of bodies that you numbed on, and you have to sort of explain your behavior because you're probably going to be a little bit sketchy and shady because you can't, like, go to a drive through for dinner. You have to, like, eat people. That's true. So, but I mean, I think the hardest thing is too, like when it's like your child, because kids like look to their parents to be like a good example Mm -hmm. and they, the couple struggles with this a lot. Like they want their daughter to be a good person, but at the same time, like they're murdering people and and she's, the mom's eating them and like, you know, it's kind of hard to be like, don't do what we're doing. Right. Because most people, you know, tend to follow example rather than proclamation, but but you know, all in all, we love we loved the show. It was yeah, to, it was fun for me to be able to find five hours to binge. You know, to binge something was amazing because like, that, that like never happens. You know, so yeah, that was that was really cool. So let's talk season two. Where do we go from here? My first thing I want to know is, did she bite Joel? So Joel and Sheila had some spicy sex when she was starting to turn feral, as they say. Yeah. And she had nommed on his finger, but they said that she didn't break the skin. But Joel is sort of, was captured by the cops at the end of the episode, and then the cra- the people from the crazy house had come Which, the, those things, like, that's not a thing anymore. No, it's no. not really. I mean, I think that you can be committed to, like, a hospital. Like a hospital you're wing. In danger of hurting yourself. Right, which he clearly isn't. He's just okay. a little delusional. Right. Yeah. They probably maybe. Well, well I'm sorry. Like he's not actually delusional. He comes across as delusional because he's talking about his wife being a zombie. Yeah. Which, like people don't realize is a real thing. And he was kind of like sitting there talking about the whole thing. Like he was talking to his friend, but it was kind of crazy because he was talking to cops. Yeah. Well, that's because he got busted trying to like make an old lady puke so that yeah. he could steal her vomit. That was a little weird. Who called the cops on me? Anyway? Oh, the son. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Called the sheriff scene, not the yes, not the police. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who bit Drew? I'm sorry, Sheila. Who bit Sheila? 
Yeah, how did like she how did turn? she turn into this? She thought it was the clams from the place that they went to dinner. Right. But and I don't know, maybe that is how you can pass it too. I don't know how she we don't know how she caught it. Because I mean, there's a lot of fluid exchange going on with the husband. He hasn't caught it. Right. So Yeah. It's like I don't know how you know what what causes you to catch this disease except she did pass it on to the drug dealer by biting him and breaking the skin. So maybe it's a bloodborne. I don't know. But then how did she get it? Um, What's with the Red Bull? Yeah, is that like an organ that somehow like malfunctions and falls out? Or is it like an evil thing that gets implanted when you turn into a zombie? We don't know. Or an alien thing? What I first thought was, she said, oh, my side hurts. So I immediately thought that her appendix was bothering her. And then, you know, she yacked Everywhere, and then he saved the appendix, or he saved the red ball in the olive oil, which was hysterical. Yeah. But Patton Oswald really just brushed him off, you know? Like, yeah, he, was he just did. Like, whatever. Which so, is kind of the HMO way. Like, if you've been to the doctor lately, it's like 15 minutes to get out of there. They don't give a, you know. Yeah, although, like, it looked enough like an organ to me that if I was a doctor, I'd probably at least want to, like, look at it, figure out what it is. I hear you. I thought it was, like, her heart or something, because, like, right after that, they realize that she's dead and her heart's, like, she realizes that her heart isn't making any noise. Yeah. And she had no blood. What's with all the yakking? Like, it's a lot of yakking. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Like, pea soup, green, like, exorcist puke. How did they clean that hotel room so much? At least, you know, like, the bathroom, that was all tile, but that hotel room, you should have thrown all that stuff out, like. Probably did. You think so? Because they went back there and it was, like, spotless. Yeah. Maybe. I've never been in a hotel room that, that looked that clean. That was really mad, because she probably had to clean it all. Yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine what people that clean hotel rooms have to see. Yeah, because Loki was like five times the size of, of Drew, very, of uh, yeah. Sheila. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hotel, uh, Haley has some stories of just how gross people can be in hotel rooms. People really are gross. I always throw my trash out. I take care of my stuff. Yeah, and if you yak, like... Freaking clean up after yourself. Yeah, clean up after yourself. All right, so season two. Those are some, you know, we want the answer to those questions. Yeah, and what, are we going to see more zombies? More zombies. Are we, we going to see gonna... zombievers? Eh. Just kidding, that's another movie. She, you know, she can go to, like, a zombie support group. Yeah, because she and Loki seemed like they were going to be, like, Besties. supporting each other for a little bit. And then that, that went very wrong. Pals. Yeah. Chums. Yeah. And then, um... This so they is have your, her chained to a bed at the end. Yeah, but this is your yeah but, your theory here. Yeah, is, but then like someone was calling about one of the listings, and she had kind of like a devious look on her face. So I, I wonder, like, is she full feral now? You know, is she really gonna stay there and be chained up, or is she already trying to figure out ways to get out? And when she gets out, I don't think she's gonna be behaving herself anymore. I think she's gonna be setting up listings. And go eating these rich people. Yeah. That's what I think. Well, they, and they said that they had to get the cure into her before she goes full feral. Right. after that, you know. There's no coming not back. Not well feral. Full feral. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no way for her to come back. But even what they were saying with the cure, it's not really a cure. No, it's like, not really a cure. That's the thing. and zombie, but just not, she won't continue to deteriorate. Deteriorate and she'll be in more control. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. Which is, those are good things. Those are good things. If you're a zombie and you got to suck it up and be a zombie, those are two things that will help you. Like, the interesting thing is, too, like, she doesn't, she's not, like, looking more and more like a zombie. Like, her toe fell off. Oh, in the eye. 
Oh yeah, that's right. The eye that was so gross, Ugh. and he had to like put it back in. He like touch it, fix it. He really, really, really must have loved her. I don't even like putting things near my own eye. I wear contacts. Yeah, that's true. You do. I don't know how you do that. But like, what was that? What was that one movie? Um, Beth, Undead Beth, or Life After Beth. Life After Beth. Like when Beth Aubrey came Plaza back, then. yeah, she like was turning into a zombie. Like, she was smelly and dirty and gross and, like, deteriorating. And Sheila's not really doing that yet, except for losing her toe. Like, she still looks like a person. She doesn't have to, like, cover her face with makeup or anything like that. She just has... she has a, The impulse control is just... It's so interesting to right. see how quicker she was. Remember when she was following Thomas Lennon in that one? Yeah. In the one, like, she was, like, right behind him, and then he showed up, and then the daughter showed up, too, and everybody... She, like... Then she she looked like she snapped out of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. But she, you know, yeah, she's definitely, like, focused and angry when she needs to be. And, and you know, not being... I guess the whole idea is that she was supposed to have been, like, very, like, sort of shy, unassuming, like, did her own thing. And then she turns into, like, an in-your-face, you know, doing whatever she feels like doing in the moment type person. So I don't think you got enough of her as she was before, maybe, because it mm-hmm. doesn't set it up that it's, like, clear. But, you know, the whole point is that she's a zombie, so they had to kind of introduce that Next year, let's do, um, let's do, like, ten minutes after every episode. And then just... Yeah, sure. Slap it all together as a podcast, and then do Sounds a summary good. at the end. Summary like this. So all we right. do cast and things and stuff. But um, anyway, I enjoyed it, and I think it'll be fun to see where they take it next. Yeah. Excellent excellent work, Netflix. Yeah. You fired my brother, but... Oh, <laughs> snap! I think uh, that guy got his due, though, that, that fired his whole team. So anyway, um, until next week, make sure you go to our, our website, prisondad.com. Check out our brand new 99 cent story called 28 Teeth Later. If yeah, we are working hard on that one. If last you're week. Um, yeah, in the mood for some zombie stuff, that is wrote out it a while today. Ago, but, I wrote yeah. it two years ago, but we edited it and stuff like so. That's that's out, um, yeah, yesterday, which was the fourth. Which by the time you listen to this podcast, it'll be like the Something March. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, who knows? The topical topics, maybe be some newer stuff. Yeah, so that that story's out. We have five books out. We have other podcasts. Go to prisondad.com. There's a ton of stuff. And, um, yeah, you? Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Uh, may the force be with you. And um, Don't eat try anyone. Not, yeah, try not to eat your relatives. That would suck.